This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've seen a post on social media of kids dressing up as Mike McDaniel. Um, that does not compute. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yes. Have the video if you want to see it. They did your run at Monday Night Football. One kid did the run, and then the fan last night. Was it faster than the so kid? I'm just curious. <laughs> what, what, as you see, it goes into dressing up like Mike McDaniel. I have no idea. This is, this is, um, I refuse to accept that as reality. So, I don't even know what that means. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Mike McDaniel goes halfway around the world to find out that little kids are dressing up like him for Halloween. It is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack in for Ed, alongside Joe and Aaron. And in 20 minutes, we take a detailed look at week 10 of the college football slate. Uh, at about 11.20 Eastern, so middle of the third and final hour, our Super Contest picks and lightning bets before we wrap up. But I, I did see the video, guys. I don't know if you saw it, of the little kid dressed up as Mike McDaniel There's and running off away from the camera. There is something about little kids dressing up as adults that I just find hilarious. Like, I have a neighbor down the street. Last year, his son was John Daly because he's got long blonde hair. His son was only <laughs> his, his son. I'll have to find the picture and send it to you guys. His was son was chubby? only three last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a little, he's a little chubby three. You're a cute little three-year-old with long blonde hair. Um, and he had the so mullet cute. and everything. Um, and this year, he, he went as Ric Flair. They, they got his hair, you know, nice. sprayed his hair to make I it look almost this. light. He had the robe. Yes. We 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 Strutting. saw him walking through the neighborhood. Oh yeah, styling and the, profiling. You know, styling. <laughs> okay, profiling. his parents are funny. He, I like his you parents. Could, you could hear him down the street in the neighborhood during trick or treat. You hear you hear someone say, "Jakey, give me a woo." He go, "Woo!" Little four year old. Um. So there's something hilarious to me about little kids dressing up as adults. I don't know why that fascinates me, but it's funny. The first thing I thought of is we all remember how big this was a few years ago. Baby Andy Reid. Was that yes. not the funniest thing with the mustache? Yes. Probably it a was. Burger, maybe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It is really fun. I never thought about that, but it's really, it's really good. Like I felt like, uh, I don't know. My son and his friends are kind of boring this year. Maybe they're getting too old. They yeah. all did food items. So it, it felt like that was really popular. I, I saw it a lot of college games over the weekend. You look in the stands and all the college kids were some kind of a food item and it, and it's easy. You buy it on Amazon and just throw it over. 
you know, I saw some avocados, just anything you could think of. Um, there, there were some pizza slices, hot dogs, all kinds of stuff, but that's creative. I, I love that. And it is, it is amusing. And really babies in particular, they come out looking like old men anyways. Right. right? <laughs> so you don't have to do that much work. Did you guys we, ever we come dress in, up as an yeah. adult, as a kid? Some type of famous no. person? Or... I don't know. I don't think I did. did. No. I, other than, you know, like, but this, this wasn't dressing up as him. Like, kids of the early to mid 80s will remember it from the Sears catalog. I'm really dating myself now. You would go through and circle all the stuff you wanted for Christmas. And they always yes. had the Hutch brand football uniforms with the plastic helmet and everything. Of course. And my my mom was a Joe Montana fan because he's from around this part of the world. And, you know, good Catholic boy went to Notre Dame. So I had to be a Joe Montana fan. And let's be honest, the Steelers at that point, they weren't selling Mark Malone or Bubby Brister Hutch jerseys in the Sears catalog. So I went with Joe Montana. That was as close as I got to dressing up as an adult was my Joe Montana uniform on Halloween. Everybody had that exact exact same uniform here, and obviously it was a 34 on it for Walter Payton. Yeah. Same thing with the plastic face mask. It's like the kicker one, right? Yeah. 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 Everybody Nick had Lowry that. face mask, point. yeah. Right. For here is Kevin Butler. That's what he would have. Yeah. <laughs> right. Aaron, Aaron, you're starting to get to the point where you're going to have to think about more involved Halloween costumes for your daughter. I know. Like she's, uh, she's I was Tina Turner age. once. My parents oh, got a yes. really cool wig. Big hair. <laughs> yes. But I have to I... get more creative for my daughter. You guys inspired me with this topic. <laughs> it's a lot of work. This is a lot of work. It is. It is. There's a commitment there to getting a little kid to dress like an adult and look good doing it. There's definitely a commitment. Um, yes. You may say GTFO to dressing your kid up like Andy Reid or John Daly or Ric Flair or Mike McDaniel, you may say, oh, yeah. And that's why we play everyone's favorite game. It's no one's favorite game. Actually, I just say that to make me feel better about it. GTFO or oh, yeah. It's now time for GTFO or oh, yeah. All right, quick reminder of how this works. Paul will throw out an item and we will say either GTFO, that's nonsense. We don't believe, we're not buying it or, oh yeah. And again, your oh yeahs can range from a very calm and subdued. Oh yeah. All the way up to super excited about it. Love it. Randy Macho Man Savage uh, when he met Miss Elizabeth the first time. Oh yeah. Uh, so Paul, fire it up. All right, let's uh, flip the script to 2024 in Major League Baseball. So we talked about doing worst to first. I looked at the worst mm -hmm. candidates. I'm not even going to put a team like the A's or the Royals out there. Executive decision. So give me – I've compiled a list. We've got two worst to first teams in there. We've got some others um, that we thought maybe would be better or could be on the come up. So give me a oh, yeah team and a – GTFO team from this list. So the worst of first are Red Sox at 20 to one Cardinals at 40 to one and then others definitely disappointed like the Yankees, the Mets, those numbers are shorter. Uh, and then some of the, the 50 or higher club pirates, tigers, Marlins, guardians, angels, 
So give me a GTFO team and an oh yeah team, and we'll go Joe, Aaron, Chris. This list is rough. <laughs> rough. I can give you a reason why it's GTFO and, and every single one. First off, I'm never in on, on the New York teams. It's the numbers are always way too short, and we always get yeah. that hype. And, and the Mets team is in arguably the toughest division anyways. I'm sure Chris yeah. is going to rant about the Pirates in a moment. The Tigers, are we kidding me? Uh, Marlins, they have a, ni a nice young core. They have some nice young players to build around. But the problem is that the vision that they reside in, so they have almost no chance. I, I, I feel like just by process of elimination and because I trust the organization and I trust the guy leading the show that I have to go Guardians based on this list. What's left with the Cardinals after after they got rid of all their arms and it makes sense? And I'm not buying into the Red Sox either. You're going to get a rotation together at some point. I, I'm GTFOing this entire list. And if if... I'm forced to go with one. I will go with a team that's in a weak division in the AL Central, and it's an organization I trust, and they just find guys that you've never heard of, and they start to contribute. So I'd say, oh, yeah, on the Guardians. But that I feel like I'm stretching a little bit on that. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> what? What? I didn't even go all in. Go I didn't all even in, go all in. Please. That was a that was a sultry. Just oh, a tip. Yeah. Morning. <laughs> yeah. <on> the bench. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Oh. oh man. Okay. How do I follow this up? Recover, Eric. Yeah, recover yeah. from that. Okay. So, um. I am looking at a team that, you know, some somehow this team always finds a way to be in the conversation. <laughs> they have money. Perhaps they will spend it. They've got a really good bullpen. I'll go, oh, yeah, 20 to 1 on the Red Sox. It's a short number, but it is a team I believe in that, you know, could be there at the end of the season. I am going to fade the Angels. I don't care who's on their team. They always find a way to mess things up. GTFO 65 to 1 on the Angels. Just bad nah, juju yeah. around that entire Get out team. Of here. Yeah, I'm totally, totally with you in GTFOing the Angels. No way. Uh, Shohei, probably gone. Even if they make some sort of wild last ditch attempt to keep him around. They've had Otani and Trout under the same umbrella for years now, and they've done nothing with it. Nothing. Um, they, they go entire drafts and take nothing but pitching because they're that bereft of talent in the system. GTFO <laughs> with the Angels at 65-1. to 1. I am actually going to push back on the Cardinals just a little bit, Joe. They are my oh yeah, yeah. because they always figure it out. And, and you know, yeah. you, you made a great point about the Guardians going out and finding guys. Sometimes you go, where, where, where the hell did this guy come from? The Cardinals have been the National League version of that for the last 20 years. It, just when you think, oh, here we go. It's the inevitable fall off for the Cardinals. They can't keep it together every year. They are mm -hmm. the Mike Tomlin Steelers of the National League. You look around and go, how'd they end up? How'd they win? In the Steelers' case, how'd they win nine? How'd that happen? And then 
with the Cardinals. You got wait, wait, they won 85 games and we're in the wild card race down until the final. It will happen next year. Somehow it will happen. Yep. They'll be right there in the conversation. All it will take will be a hot week or two in the first half for them to be in the building bidding for someone around the trade deadline. And I'll take that at 40 to one right now as my, oh yeah, for a worst to first bounce back candidate. Sneak one more in and we'll get to Wemby against the Suns in lightning bets, but real Mm -hmm. quick Raiders worst record is 40 to one. They have three wins right now. If they lose this week, losing out is a real possibility. Their scheduled giants, jets, dolphins, chiefs, Vikings, who are apparently playing for a playoff spot, chargers, chiefs, Colts, Broncos. They have to lose out to be in this conversation. 40 to one. Joe Aaron, Chris. Yeah, they do have to lose out. Uh, here's what I see happening with the Raiders. Quick bump. It's Giants-Jets games, possibly. Then Miami-Kansas City, forget about it. And then it just becomes a disaster. O'Connell's exposed. Coaching staff exposed. So if they lose their next two games, it's legitimate that they could lose out. The problem is there's too much competition. We have two one-win teams, Arizona, Carolina. Neither of them want to win. Uh, well, Carolina, they'll, they'll try to win, but I don't know that they can. And there are four two-win teams also ahead of them. GTFO, there's too many teams. They, they won't be able to lose enough games. GTFO, we'll get to it more, my opinion, in our contest picks, but I don't think they're going to have the worst record. Yeah, GTFO. They got the Broncos and Colts out there. I don't think they finished with the worst record. It is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our favorite plays for what is a stacked slate of college football this weekend, including the headliner LSU Bama right here on the BetQL Network.